Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is On a Bucket Podcast. We're on episode 70, 7-0. It's about as old as Tyler Jensen looks. But you know, <laughs> it's December 11th. It's a beautiful Sunday. We're sitting on the casting couch in JB's <laughs> living room. Tyler's not with us, but that's okay. He's... uh. I don't know what, what he's is he doing. doing. I don't even know what he's doing right now. I don't. He didn't even give us an excuse. Dude, like we he weren't didn't. even we weren't even worthy of an excuse. I know. He well, must. He must either hate us or he's really busy. One or the other. Yeah, I think I'd lean more to hate. Yeah, you know? me too. Well, maybe maybe not hate. Hate's a strong word though, Carl. Let's just say he doesn't value our companionship. <laughs> That, that's the way I would put it. <laughs> good point. Good point. I, I mean, I, I can see that. My my wife actually asked. She's like. Well, why is he not going? I said, honestly, I have no idea. And we weren't going to like dig into it because no. typically Tyler's a, 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 a black and white, right? Like there, there's no gray area for him. It's like either he's all about it or he's not. So when it, whenever he's not about it, you're like, okay, there's yeah. something, whatever the motivation for him not being about it, it just is what it is. And we better accept it because I don't think there's any the only, convincing him otherwise. The only great thing about him is his hair because he's old. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for you to shut the fuck up so I could say it. You know what I mean? I didn't know if you were gonna go on a five minute rant. <laughs> Thank you know? God I didn't, because I was beautiful. <laughs> anyway, by, myself, Carl Anderson. I'm joined obviously by Joshua. Never home, always repping. Okay, can can you repeat that so you can <laughs> always home, never repping. Never home, always repping. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just wanted to be the opposite of Joshua Bailey. Happy to have you. We're sipping a little tequila. Dude, salut, bro. Can the, we can we clank? Yep. Hey. The gift that I gave him for watching my. I was dog. gonna say, absolutely fantastic tequila. By the it's way. the best way to give a gift, a gift that you know that you're also gonna partake in drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a it's a double it's a win win, bro. Hundred percent. It's a win win. I get to win. You get to win. Like everybody's happy. And dude, you know? I, and and it was a surprise. It was an absolute surprise. I did not expect it. I didn't look after your dog expecting a gift in return, but it greatly appreciated. No, I mean, hey, man, you got to show your appreciation in some way or another, right? And because you wouldn't take payment, right, because I yep. offered to pay you. Nah, man. So I had to figure a way that, A, you know, you would enjoy it. Yep. And I knew you'd enjoy a good, a good bottle of tequila. Yes, sir. And B... We could do it together. That's right. You know what I mean? So I thought that was a perfect thing for you. Because you do, unlike Tyler, enjoy my companionship. You know? <laughs> I do, yes. I generally enjoy our conversations, yeah. our friendship. In, and... Unless you're occupied by a lady friend. <laughs> then it's like I'm not even on the planet. You can know you what I mean? Can you just be my lady friend? And then, no. No. Then, I... then we're like really good friends. And mm. you can be my lady friend. No. Because if, if I was your lady friend, we probably wouldn't be very good friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's true. I, I, Damn. You know Speak I mean? the truth for I mean, me, Carl. Look, I've been Speak married for truth. long enough to know. Yes, you know, my yes. wife is my best friend and she also gets the most mad at me for anything. When shit happens, yeah. Or just, you know, I breathe wrong. <laughs> Why are you breathing so long, I, Carl? So, I mean, you never know. <sighs> are you a mouth breather? No. Good. Actually, uh, so, you know, yeah. this has been something that I talked about on the podcast that you made fun of me for, but mouth taping has changed the way. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something that's like serious. I can't even. I think I'm blushing right now because it's like you're definitely blushing. I'm blushing too. It funny. It literally has changed the way that I breathe. That's great. Do you still (laughs) do you still mouth tape? No, I don't need to anymore because it's changed the way that I breathe. Okay, but hold hold on. 
Do you and Katie mouth tape? No, she doesn't. She used to laugh at me. I do actually still wear like a uh, like a breathe right strip before yeah. I go to bed. Open that nose up. Bro. Yeah, it helps yeah. me breathe through my nose. I like that. You know, but I don't have to breathe through my mouth anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I'm mouth taping. I, yeah, bro, I changed my life. I can't wait till I get married again, and I'm a I'm a do mouth taping on her. What? No, that doesn't work that way. No, that's like it has to be good consensual. Yeah, yeah, got it, that's, got it. Yeah, uh, anyways, where, where 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 was I going with this? I don't, I don't hey, really quick, I, I was trying to tell you the health benefits of mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, tell talking. me, tell me the health benefits. No, I already did. It, it's changed the way I breathe. It makes you sleep. breathe your nose. Yeah, it makes you breathe through your nose. Yeah, which causes better sleep. Okay, yeah, you know what? The nose has been. There's a book about nose breathing instead of mouth breathing. And they say, like, the nose is the turbine of, like, breathing, right? So, like, when you breathe through your nose, it, like, that's the way you're supposed to breathe. And so it's, like, the engine of, like, the start of your, the rest of your body. I didn't explain that very well. No. I still don't really Anyways, understand, like. No. I, no. I'm not going to do a good job at it, it so let's a, just skip. The only thing I've, <laughs> I've, I've read about it was that it filters the air better and it warms uh, it or cools it or something like uh, that you're not really so. meant to breathe through your mouth except mm. exhaling yep ah gotcha you know what i mean oxygen in carbon dioxide out yeah i like this this is good so this i don't I don't, I don't i don't wake up with like the uh the dry mot the dry mot yeah a little cotton mot dude is bad and like Ooh. i used to you know really i use a lot of cotton mouth Oh, yeah, because I used to breathe through my mouth. Oh. I used to keep, like, three bottles of water by the bed. God damn. Yeah, because I'd wake up in the middle of the night and have to, like, crush some. Ooh, that's a lot. It's you also know, not healthy for your gums. Your teeth fall out and all that shit. Oh, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. Them I mean, I already, I already do enough harm to my gums, so, like, I don't need to... <laughs> you don't need I don't need to mouth breathe <laughs> at to night. Cause, to cause even more damage to yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. You know, on the, on the thought process of breathing, you know, um, a lot of people don't know about belly breathing. Have you ever heard of belly breathing? So mm-hmm. a lot of people breathe uh, inflating their chest, mm-hmm. right? Which causes stress to like the back, like your traps. So think about all the breaths you take throughout your day. And so really if you breathe through the chest, it kind of just constricts, constricts muscles, which causes fatigue. We should really belly breathe, especially when we're like out of breath. And so the way you do that is put your, one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly, and which one rises? So you want to focus on pushing your belly out and in. Oh, okay. Out yeah. and in. Yeah. Yes. So belly breathing is a really good way. If your heart rate's like really high, it's a really good way to kind of lower the heart rate because it's more efficient. And it causes overall less stress to your sensory nervous system. That's good. So after the 30 minutes, of, uh, 30 seconds of sex you have, <laughs> you belly <God>. breathe. <laughs> Why? Why? Hold on a second. I need a, I need a break. I need a break. Let, let me let me belly breathe for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Man, are you you think I'm discounted that much? Thirty seconds, all I got. I mean, it depends. Did you jerk off before or not? Because <laughs> it might only be fifteen seconds. I don't know. Man, I, do we really want to get in this conversation? Not really. I'm about to say because I could I could I could dig deep into this one. No, I mean, look, I know you don't dig deep any other time, so <laughs> it's all good. Okay, can we go? Get, uh, let's let's. Uh, how do we transition from this one, girl? I, don't, I have no idea. Speaking of breathing, man, last yeah. night I was breathing, and yeah. let me tell you a little bit about this. And you brought my wife home, and I, I did. appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, so. First off, congratulations to Chase and Taylor officially. Chase and Taylor Vallo, um, super pumped for man. It was their wedding yesterday. 
and uh, man, we had a blast. I'm still kind of butthurt that uh, one invited, but you know, that's yeah. pretty much a lot of different things. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't I wasn't involved in inviting people. I already told you guys you and Tyler could fight to the death to be my plus one. Oh, did you didn't bring anybody? No, solo dolo, bro. Damn, bro. Why would I? What do I? I don't want to get myself in more trouble by bringing somebody. Well, how would you get in more trouble? I don't know. I just feel like I probably would. I feel like if I, if you did take me as your plus one, you'd tell everybody I was your boyfriend. <laughs> probably. I know it'd probably like, be like it would probably be like the ongoing joke that I would tell everybody. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I'd hey, have to, Carl's my plus one. Anybody my that I would meet, because like I know you would talk to everybody before I got a chance to talk to anyone. They'd be like, "Oh, you're Josh's." Josh is a significant <laughs> other. I'm mean, like, fuck that dude. You're you're my special one, Carl. Yeah. You're well, I mean, one. I could be special and not be your, your special one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I would probably if I wish I would go. I wish I could go back and knowing that Tyler's not here, we know who's real, really dedicated to the pie. That's it, bro. So I should have just brought you and just said, you know what, Tyler? Sorry. Yeah. You I'd have been okay with that. I should have just told him you can't make it, so I'm not inviting you. He probably couldn't have. You probably you know? wouldn't have. No. Couldn't have and. Or wouldn't have. No, hundred percent. Yeah, but but yeah, congratulations it w- yeah. to them. Oh man, shoot, uh, shout it, out to it them. It looked it looked like a good time from Facebook, Instagram, all yeah, that. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to have them come on in like six months and give us an update. It see on, how everything's going. Yeah, see how married life is. You know, man, they've been together for a while, so I think getting married was, you know, it was great, great, uh, great wedding. Uh, it was super short, which is always awesome. Um, obviously, Taylor, the bride, looked amazing. Chase looked super nice, and he was all blacked out, which was cool. Um, the, literally, the wedding lasted like 10 minutes. Oh, sweet. Went straight into the reception. Um, one critique. Here, here's the thing, right? And, uh, Bro, are you going to critique somebody's wedding nope, the day after? No, nope, not, not critiquing the wedding. I'm critiquing the, uh, the people. What? Uh, it was in Park Lafayette. Um, like there's the like people, a reception hall. The, the people who work there? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever manages it, and I think I know who it is, but... But I, it's not upon them. So the reception's ending, and like normally they don't do the food until the bride and groom come because typically they want to get the first dance out of the way. And so I totally get that, right? Like food's not that important. But Carl, what is really important at a wedding? What's really the drinks? The drinks, yeah, hundred percent. Thank you for answering that correctly too. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, I'm nervous. That I ask this question. Well, um, there's no, there's no telling where you were taking it. <laughs> I'm just glad so, I guess right. So yeah, we get there. Everybody's like settling in, and there's just this huge line at the bar. Open bar. Shout out to them. Right, great time. Um, and they won't serve. They won't serve alcohol yet. I don't know if it was a certain time that they had to start. Maybe the wedding like was too short. But yeah, they just wouldn't serve. Like all the people, the workers are there. They're just in the corner. And there's this huge line of people waiting for a drink. And we're like, what the hell's going on? Like 10, 10, 15 minutes later, they started serving drinks. But critique upon you, whatever the place was in Park Lafayette. Like when the people are there, just serve them. No, Damn it. See, that was a smart move on Chase and Taylor's part. Because they knew y'all motherfuckers are alcoholics. So they said, <laughs> y'all got two hours or whatever it was. Two hours of open bar service. After that, it's cash. That's bar. probably what it was, right? Yeah. It probably was because hey, limit, they, they paid for a certain amount, so it starts at this time. Yeah, 100%. Try and, yeah. Try and limit your intake, you know? I get it. But I don't think that was a Chase and Taylor thing. I think that was more the the event people. Well, they probably paid for them from X amount of time to X amount of time. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it was probably... But, They're just doing their job. But you know? outside of that, that and was you're just, being a fucking Karen. I know. I, I, that was just my little bit, bitch session. But outside, literally outside of that, like I got over in like 30 seconds. 
it was a blast, man. The band, I forgot what their name was. The band was absolutely amazing. They had these like jackets on that were all glittery. They played such a diverse um, set of music. And man, th- here's the thing about Chasing T- Taylor's Wedding. I would say 70% of the people that were at the wedding were on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. The so whole it was time. A, so it was a fun, it fun was group. A, it was a fun group, man. Super fun group. And uh, we had, yeah, probably too much to drink. But oh, I would imagine, yeah. But we had a good time. And Chase and Taylor are just really fun, right, just in general. But after the uh, reception, everybody, we literally went across the street. DJ Trashy was playing at the Ruins. Oh, okay. My first time there. Yeah. Um, what was that? You said that was the old Grouse Room, right? It used to be the old Grouse Room. Uh, okay. Grouse Room moved downtown, I believe. Okay. Yep. So old Grouse Room, but, man, it was good. Like, it, it was a little bit slow. They did have a cover, which is kind of lame. It was like a $15 cover. God damn. I know, right? But we were all going there. So think about the party at the reception and then the party, that same kind of group of people who were having a ton of fun went to the ruins. And then, you know, obviously you have a mixture of, of a bunch of folks, but, um, the DJ was really good playing some great music and, and we just danced, bro. It was good. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, I, shout out to Sith from poor decisions. Oh, you saw uh, him? There? Yeah. He showed up there and man, go figure, right? It, yeah. That dude is everywhere. You know, he's going to be where, where, where the party's at, man. Anytime I see the guy, I love you, Sith, but damn, man, we got to chill on the shots, bro. No, that's that's his go-to, man. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So anyways, I saw her and her boyfriend, so that was cool. So we took a shot together. Oh. And uh, man, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And uh, oh, sorry. So the point being is once I was done at the ruins, Katie, because uh, I invited uh, Katie, I, honestly, I thought that y'all two were together, but she was out with, uh, with some friends doing dinner. Yeah, I got left at home. Yeah. It's all good. I would have invited you. I know. If, I'm sorry. If I knew. You just didn't invite me to the wedding. Or... <laughs> well, if you want to be my date next time, man. Can I, can I stop you real quick? Please. Did the reception have small plates? <gasps> it did have small plates. I think, okay. It's it fucked did. up. It wasn't plastic small plates, though. It doesn't matter. It's still fucking small plates. It was. Dude, and look, meatballs, jambalaya, chicken, whatever, and boudin balls, like, that was all piled. Yeah. And it Why? was like a lot. It was I, a lot. I don't lot. understand. It's because people don't serve themselves too much. No. And they run out of food. But then they just make a mound like you did. I'm I sure. definitely made a mound. Bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like, definitely. It doesn't solve the purpose. No. People just load up on their, their little tiny plate. <laughs> it's true. You I should have went back for seconds but because I probably should have ate more. Here's the thing, too, is Clayton, uh, shout out Clayton, uh, Williamson and I, you know, we're we're on the same train as like tequila. We appreciate a good a good uh, tequila drink. All they had was Jose Cuervo. Mm. Bro, I'm not putting Jose Cuervo on my body. I refuse. So what I did before, <laughs> why you look at me like that, man? Like I'm bougie. You know you wouldn't drink Jose Cuervo. Dude, let me tell you this, bro. <clears throat> I would I would drink it and I'd be happy with it. You know would what I mean? You? Because it's free. I wouldn't no, but pay like a, for a it. tequila and soda. Yeah, with Jose fine. Cuervo. I'd fuck it, dude. Homie, man. I'd like that's my dude. For a my dude. My dude. 
you would stick your dick in an electrical <laughs> socket. And you won't drink Jose Cuervo. Like, God damn. I'm serious, bro. Like, come on, man. You got to know. I have, I have a little better. I mean, I have some sort of filter. I don't know about you all that. So? Like, your filter is not drinking Cuervo. Like, <laughs> first woman <laughs> interview. Dude. Do you drink Jose Cuervo? If not, I don't want to see. I don't want to hang out with you. You know what? You can't have you can't have fucking bougie ass standards True. on tequila and not on your women. Yeah, I no, mean, I feel like yeah. I have standards though. Mm, you don't feel not much. God like, <laughs> damn, Carl! Not much. Not much. Not much. I feel like I don't know, man. I think you, I feel like you. You haven't even met most some of them. That's okay. The picture <laughs> says a thousand words. <laughs> Tells me all I need to know. You know what? All I, y'all give me a hard time all the time that that I'm hanging out with a bunch of different girls, and I'm really not. I'm just saying. All right, you. you <laughs> Where are you gonna go with it? Girl? I mean, just uh, fucking Cuervo is like. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it, okay, one to ten. What would you put Cuervo? Oh, no, it's Other not Cuervo. good. But I'm not gonna be like ah, I'm not. Putting yeah, but that, I'm not putting that in my fucking body like it's goddamn <laughs> Ebola or something like. <laughs> Ebola. Ebola, you know, like the fucking disease. I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't. I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But maybe, maybe I. Okay. So, one to ten, what would you rank Jose Cuervo as a tequila? Dude, Can't like be more a, than. If you say more than a five, we're fighting right oh, now. Oh, I was going to say like a two or that's a three. A, that's like, what I'm saying. It, have any of the girls I've hung out with lower than a five? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't give me. Fuck you, girl. I mean, 3.7, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> I. I, I I'm very uh, clear you did, you on did. the That's on true. the on the record. Oh man, I don't know. On I, the record, I, I disagree with your rating, though. That's I mean, you could disagree all you want. My <laughs> record is my record. You know what I mean? But it's still, you gave Jose Cuervo a two. Yeah, three point seven is higher than a two. You're right. So that's maybe that's my standard of three point seven. That's the that's the basement. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you're still testing the limits. You know what I mean? I would say my. You know what? Man, <laughs> let's change the topic. They did have small plates. The food was fantastic. And after, at, once the night ended, um, I invited Kate. I had, had invited Katie to the ruins, and she was like, hey, we're not going to be able to make it, and I'm ready to go home. I was like, well, you need somebody to come pick you up? She was like, well, we're going to, you know, yes. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was leaving anyway. So um, drove from Park Lafayette to downtown. They were at JSP. Hanging out. And, dude, they blockade. I think I told you this, right? They blockade a lot of Jefferson. So my, I had to freaking park, find a place to park in downtown Lafayette, which is a pain in the ass. With, that, with all the, it's like 145 at this point. And then go go. Damn, you up. park somewhere? And I would have told them to come meet you, like, down the well, street. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess I was just being nice. Too nice sometimes. But yeah. You know? No, I appreciate Katie, though, because she, you know, it was good um, to see her. And then she brought some of her friends. We'd. Dropped them off at another bar before we came to Youngsville. But uh, let's just say Katie came in clutch. She helped me out of a tight situation, which we, she, we, which we won't talk about. Can I say one thing? Please. She probably helped you out of a loose situation. <laughs> <laughs> you made me old man leave, bro. <laughs> you made me old man I'm laugh. I'm sorry. But I, just, I had to. <laughs> I don't want to 
man. You don't. You just keep on. Keep <laughs> just it, keep you going. just keep it moving, bro. Yeah, keep it, keep it moving. Hey, but man. Overall, I, the wedding was a, it, I, it was fun. I appreciate fun, fun night. I appreciate you for bringing my wife home Dude, because yep. uh, I wasn't necessarily in a state to go get her either. Like, I wasn't prepared because a you thought she was taken care of. Yeah, no, no doubt. <clears throat> I was already asleep. To be honest with you. Um, good for her. I'm glad she had a good time. You know, and thank- she seemed like she was having a good time with her friends for sure. Thank you for picking her up, dude. Look, I, I think I told you, you know, Katie called called her before we started doing a podcast, but I was like, if if I would need somebody to come pick me up, I know you'd be there, oh, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. So like, you and Katie are one and the same. So, dude, I've come was- wash your Turo car before work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about to say, you know, Carl, I mean? you've like, helped me out plenty enough bro, before so. work, like not after work or not at lunch, like before work. I was like, fuck, all right, <laughs> I got to wake up earlier. I'll go do to this, do this shit. fucking wrong. Yeah, no, it was good though, man. I yeah, don't mind. No, you it was know, good. no, it always, bro. But that that's what friends are for at the end of the day, you know. And so it was, it was, it was. A good weekend. Good, it's been man. a good weekend. Yeah, it's been no a doubt. good weekend. We definitely yeah. need to have Chase Vallow back on and Dude. chat Dude. him up a little bit and you know talk about the wedding festivities. Heck yeah. Give him give him a little spotlight. Give him a little shine. Yeah, I like see that. how his season went. I know he finished up a couple oh, months that's ago. True. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, think we he, definitely need to. Think he hit a couple bombs. Dude. Quite a quite a few. He is a home run killer, bro. That's, that's all they got. That's all the guy does. That's good. We well, you know when um we, we talked a little bit about, like, man, how far the podcast has kind of come and, like, the ups and downs of it. It's just, it's been kind of a journey just in general, right? 100%. Man. And so I posted one thing I wanted to kind of talk about. I posted the Spotify has this, like, review of, like, you can do, I don't know, if like, personally, you can do it off of your music. And then because we have the podcast through, it's Anchor, but it's uh, built by Spotify or whatnot. They do the same thing for the podcast. So I wanted to just kind of hit up some statistics. We're not done with the year yet, but we're almost there, right? We're pretty close. So 2022, we've done 43 episodes. We've done almost 3,000 minutes of content. Can you Ouch. believe that? <laughs> that's a lot, right? So that's uh, in three different countries. Can you believe that? Who the fuck listens to our stuff out of the country? Somebody accidentally clicked our fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is this? So we are the top podcast for 73 fans. Hell yeah. Right? Love that. So top five for 173 and top 10 for 212, which is pretty cool. Damn. Our listeners' personality is the enthusiast. Your listeners are super fans. When their favorite podcast releases a new episode, they are among the first to know, going above and beyond to show their support. And then the top episode of the year if you want to go listen back, was episode 35, which was in March. I'm just here so I don't get fined. So that's Tyler's, that's his namesake, man. That's how it that, started. That is. I think that's actually when you guys were shitting on uh, Wino. Probably. That might have been that same, that same. No, it can't, couldn't be. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's re- irrelevant. But man, like, can you believe Tyler? It's been, what, a year and a half, right? Did you just call me Tyler? Oh my you God. You dirty, rotten really- bitch. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> No, you can leave it in. I want can you I to leave it. I want you to leave that shit in there, so everybody knows you just call me Tyler. I just—you're not an asshole like Tyler. Is. That's fucked up. No, it's, why is it fucked up? Because you just called me Tyler. <laughs> you're just like one of the girls I hang out with, man. I just forget their names. The, I mean, so you hang out them. with too many of them. I'm you know just what I mean? kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> is it? Did I just make things awkward between us? No. Because I called you Tyler? No, well, a little bit, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I think I'm blushing now. I'm, a, I'm, I'm turning a, red. I'm a little upset. 
can't believe this shit. Yeah, I, I know. But man, yeah. looking back at this year, obviously we're not at like the New Year's yet. We st- still got a Christmas party that we're doing on the twenty second, which is gonna be fun. By the way, What's just that? let me put it out there, please. If anybody oh, knows no. someone that would like to join us to be Josh's date, please let me know. <laughs> you can hit me up on Instagram. At, what's at, your? I'm gonna say, what's your thing? I don't know, Carl Anderson. No, it's not. Hold C on. Anderson six seven or some shit like that. Hold on, I got you, bro. What is it? It's uh, at Carl Anderson nine. Hell yeah, at Carl Anderson nine. You can shoot me a DM. I'm taking applications for Joshua. Bro, by the way, you need to you need to change the podcast. It's still at Drunk on a Bucket. Oh yeah, you need to change to at yeah. on a Bucket. You're right. Just like you need to change our our fucking ad, uh, ad. No, I already changed it. Oh, you changed? Yeah, it? I changed the last episode. Go ahead. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, it's if about any, fucking if, time. If anyone would like to apply, hit up DM Carl. Please submit your resume as in a selfie and what tequila you like, and we'll pass judgment upon that. No, I will. <laughs> not not we. I'll just t- I'll just line it up, dude. How awesome would that be? If, if I just brought somebody, and dude, I was that like, would be hilarious. It's like blind dating, but we get to witness it. That shit would be awesome, dude. That would be fun because I could just say whatever the fuck I want. Because there's no like I don't really know this person. Maybe I need to update my my Bumble profile and say like I have like need a date on December twenty second. Give me your tequila and sell and send me the best selfie. You think that would work? I don't know. Probably you could not. try. It's almost like marketing, right? Like. Put it out there, see see how it happens. Yeah, but you know, usually when you apply for something, it's because you want it. <laughs> what? Why do you think people would apply? I don't know that. Or they do you would. think? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Am I not worth applying? I mean, you apply for a job because you might want the job, maybe because it pays good, or maybe because it has good benefits, you know. But I don't know that you necessarily. I mean, they would get a free meal at Pamplona. That'd be a reason to come. Be my date. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. No, is that not good enough? Mm-hmm. You'd have to put up with me for what? Most two hours for a free meal and drinks. Probably a lot longer than two hours, dude. You Unless so? they leave after Pamplona. Dude, we, well, are, I mean, we are going to get oh, fucked up before yeah, Pamplona, true. and then we're going to Pamplona, and then we're going to Corner Bar Youngsville. Oh, More is, than that, likely. is that the game plan? I don't know, but I mean... I, I if, figured. Yeah, I figured that would be it. If yeah. I don't really want to bop around downtown, <laughs> wait, you know what I mean? Wait, what? Bop. What? Bop around. <laughs> have you played? <laughs> have you played the game? Bop it. Bullet. Have you been playing that with your kids recently? No. I've I'm never just... heard the term bop around town. Where the fuck did you <laughs> like why do you bop? Is bopping getting your your vehicle and going to a different spot? Hey Carl, I'm gonna bop to y'all real quick. I'm about to bop you in your head, <laughs> man. Like you better you better you better chill the fuck out with all your questions. That's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna bop you. <laughs> But that makes more sense, though, if you're Bobby on the head. Can I tell you one thing, Joshua, that you need to learn? (laughs) Is that words have multiple meanings, okay? It's all about the context, okay? You knew exactly what I was talking about. You knew what you were talking about. You just had to give you shit. You're just trying to be an asshole because Tyler's not here. Somebody has to do it. You're trying to fill a void, you know what I mean? You're just not very good at it. Tyler, if you listen to this, fuck you, and we miss you. Because somebody needs to be an asshole. He probably won't listen to it. Shame on him. What a dick. I know. Jeez. I don't even know what to say about that guy. What a dick. Let's <laughs> let okay, so taking taking resumes, you're gonna filter them out. Just don't let Katie filter them out, because I feel like she would be too judgmental. Nah, I think she'd be perfect. No, nah, she probably would. She'd pick you a winner, bro. But to be honest with you, <laughs> even if we did have some, I probably wouldn't get them. We probably wouldn't get that many applicants. Hmm. 
Yeah. You might. It's like uh disclaimer, must like bald guys. Man, you think oh you think what if we put it on e- IG? You think it'll get any any movement? Yeah, it might. Hmm. I think what you need to do though is put it on IG and get Ken Ritter to share it. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> it's going to everybody and young you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. he'll, like he'll, he'll get you some traction, dude. I think that's a good idea. Now, dude, it might you might get some traction you don't want, <laughs> but it'll get you some traction. <laughs> Young's, yeah, I mean, Youngsville's a small place, man. You never. It know. ain't that small, bro. They got people looking for a come up. You know what I mean? Like, what's a come up? What's a come up? Yeah, like you know when you at a lower position, uh, you trying to come uh, up. Yeah, you know what got I mean? Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. They trying to bop up? Not everybody can bop around <laughs> Sugar Mill Pond, bro. You know what I mean? Like, man, I'm just trying to bop, bop up. These days, they trying bro. to bop around, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! That's like that's like uh, I'm always trying to bop. That's like blood in the water for sharks, bro. They trying to come and get you. Nom 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 nom. Oh no, uh, not like that, bro. <laughs> nom 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 nom. No, nope. they they bite your dick off. You know what I mean? <laughs> No biting, right? Oh no, yeah, that, I don't. I'm not. We'll, a, we'll put that on the resume. No biting, disclaimer. Must like bald guys, comma. No biting. That's it. What else would there be? I don't. I mean, dude, that's your must only have, two. No, I mean, must have a good sense of humor. Um, it helps if you work out. Um, I like blondes. I'm, I'm an exclusive. That's your preference. Yeah, I think there's a there's a natural preference to blondes. Okay, but what else? Oh gosh, um, like fun to hang out with. I don't know. Must be uh, self-sufficient. Okay. Have a career path, and want to pursue that career path. Okay. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um. Uh, enjoy sports, or at least watching sports. Motherfucker, you don't barely watch sports. What are you talking no, about? No, I'd love sports. No, but they like. What do you mean? I watch sports. The, I don't watch it like y'all watch it. You're the dude that wears like an NFL logo hat and be like, I hope both teams win. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like, really like both I don't teams. Have, I don't have a dog in the fight for this. Like Miami and, and, uh, and the Chargers are playing right now, and I don't have like I don't care who wins. But I would say if the Saints were playing, I have a Saints hat on right now. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. If the Saints were playing, I'd be cheering for them. So must enjoy sports. What's another um, – Oh, must like hanging out with friends. That's a must. I can't like. Was I, that a problem in your previous marriage? You know, I wouldn't say. Um, I wouldn't say a problem. I would say that. Um, I think we just kind of saw it a little bit selfishly, right? Like she would go hang out with her friends and do her thing, and then like I didn't. I didn't engage with my friends as much as as I do now, right? And so, yeah, I don't know. I think I I think let me let me go back. Right now in my life, it's a really important part of my life. So I don't want someone to take me out of that. If that makes sense. I can get that. Yeah. So and it it would have to be like hey, we're going like Christmas party and then we're going to Corner Bar after. Yeah. Whatever it is. One of the things that, you know, should you find another wife if whatever. And That's if, a big if. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Mm. Who knows if I ever want to get married again? Okay. Prenup. It probably do that. No, yeah. that's that's being signed for sure. You know. If I find somebody. What's one telltale sign that you're rich? <laughs> <laughs> we already had this conversation, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm I'm more poor now than I think I've ever been. Why? 
Because you didn't sign a prenup. I didn't. Yeah. Right. That was my that was my mistake in the very first. That's that's all right. But what I wanted to get at was that <clears throat> if you were to get married and have kids, some of the best people or best friends that you make during that time are parents of your kids' friends. Ah, oh, I didn't even think about that. Because it's a it's a way to uh, not a way, but at that point you basically become. Um, Oh, fuck, I can't think of the word. But you want your kids to be able to hang out with their friends, right? Yeah, 100%. And so you do that, but as a result, you're there, their parents are there, and you try and have a good time with them too, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like yeah. those become some of your best friends just because those are your kids' friends. Yep. You have well, you have kids. And, and you when, know. You, when you have kids, essentially you're like your life, and, and this is going to sound bad, right, but your life is essentially over, right? So you're living for the kids. And so naturally – you want them to be around friends and things of that nature. I got to sneeze. <laughs> Dude, I was, try, I was trying to hold that sneeze in. No, don't. Ooh, that hurt. That's bad for you. I know it is. Um, no, so, what, I, what I would say is like, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's, But it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like your life's over. It just feels like the the motive of your life changes. Mm, I like the, that. You know what I mean? So it's not, I mean, my. it's not so much about you anymore. Because right. what gives you validation, not or fulfillment is a better word, is to make their lives better. Got it. You know what I mean? That's uh, also because you're a good parent, too. Oh, I mean, sometimes, nah. you know? Now, there's times where I could kick my kids across the room, you I, know what I mean? I mean, they're kids, so I probably want to always kick them across the room. Not yours, but just kids. You better room. not, because Millie's going to come over here and kick you Dude, across the room. I need to get her a gift, If bro. you do not get her a gift, she's um, going to she's gonna cry. I'm kinda, I need to put it on my to-do list, because I'm, I'm going to forget if not. You better. Yeah. Dang. You've said it on the record. I need to re-listen to this, because I really don't remember. I mean, I don't know. So. <laughs> she heard it. It's leaving your speechless. And she, she came after school, and she called me, or I called her, or whatever, and she's like, Dad, is your JB really going to give me a present? I was like, I'd <laughs> probably not. She's like, what do you mean, probably not? He said it. I was like, damn, okay. I'm going to give her a, a fake box. So um, uh, my sister last Christmas got me uh, like a box that is supposed to have an item in it, but it's like fake, and it doesn't have the item. It's just literally the box, and it's the Roto Wipe. Say goodbye to costly toilet paper. That has nothing in it. Uh, it has toilet paper in it. That's it? Yep. It was like a poop joke that my sister did for me. That's pretty weak. No, if you have you seen this box? Have you read the box? Yeah, I read it. I see it every time I come over here. Like, yeah. how do I know you're a single dude? You got a joke box on your fucking <laughs> your TV stand. You know what I mean? Hey, man. My house is like bougie and not because of me. So it's only gotten like more manly. But it's bougie because of my ex-wife and because I, I just kept everything as is. But then I just got, I got an Xbox, got my Roto Wipe, got my Godfather football, got a Saints helmet, got my leadership trophy award. Yeah. So it's become more. Your award for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Your participation trophy. It is a blue ribbon participation it trophy. It is a participation trophy. Yeah. Now, look, you're talking Take about. I'm proud of that. You were talking. Jeez. Yeah, you would, right? <laughs> I'm sure you walked that half marathon too, and they gave you a medal for I it. I ran you know? it actually, mm -hmm. and paced what eight? What did I pace? I forgot. The Anyways, fuck, I don't know. I, I got your stats right here. Yeah, you look it up. No, you well, listen, it. listen. One of the main requirements that I think you should have in a lady friend, okay, that leads to something else, is that she can cook. Ooh, because <laughs> you Why eat fucking that? grind beef. 
<laughs> every week. Like I think that's all you eat. But at least it's ninety three seven. It's like it's lean. It's like grind meat and fucking energy drinks. Yeah. You know what? Dude, do you mix the two when you make it in the skillet? <laughs> no, do not you ought to try it. It'll, it'll kill two birds with one stone. You know what I mean? My energy meat. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Can that be a new product? I don't okay. wanna, I don't want to know Any, what it wait, is. Wait, hold on. Anytime fitness, base camp fitness, blast cam. Right? Blast cam, yeah. Blast cam. It's and not then, un, and blast cam is not under your umbrella. Though. I'm just okay. making that's that you. Yeah. That's you. Like together. That's me and Tyler. Just yeah, okay. Blast cam, whatever. Fuck that. It's so and, much better name than, is, than base camp like <laughs> base is like where you hang out and chill. Yeah. I ain't trying to get ripped at the base camp, bro. <laughs> You haven't experienced our base camp I'm trying yet, to get, Carl. I'm trying to get first aid at the base camp, bro. Not <laughs> base camp is where I go to. You're... Base camp is where I go to rest, bro. <laughs> what you said? For some reason, I thought I heard like my first aids. I'm like, I'm like, bro, what? We're trying to get aids from, bro. That's, bro, a, that's well, a real look. Deal. You go to third base at base camp, bro. Like. <laughs> That's where you go to do the the, the cuddles, no, no, bro. Like no, that's no. where you go cuddling. Hey man, look. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna call it energy meat. Get your protein and energy at the same time. Energy meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So bro. y'all have blast cam. I'm gonna have, which is not like you still haven't said the concept of what blast cam is. That's that's on purpose. <laughs> Why? Because I know you're so afraid I'm gonna steal it. No, because or you just haven't come up with anything. No, neither of those things. It's because I know you stay up at night and you're like, "Fuck, what is blast cam? Like, what could they co- <laughs> What could they possibly be thinking of? What's their what's their genius products that they have in the back of their mind? Nothing. You don't want to know." Nothing. I'll let you know once the patent gets filed. Oh, here we go. Sure. You know what I mean. I'm sure, the patent's fantastic. Oh, it is. Absolutely amazing. You know, I'm I'm like part engineer, right? You know. Are you? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, can you? Can I hire you to engineer me some energy meat? No, dude. That's 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 like coming 2023. Why'd you have to say coming so fucking hard? <laughs> Did I choke you up, bro? Yeah, I'm talking bit. about coming. Like you, the the coming. The emphasis was on come. <laughs> Big. I don't know why. I didn't even. I don't even feel like I said it that that uh. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty. Energy meat. Good. Can we Go call ahead. the podcast Energy Meat instead of on a bucket? I mean, we we can. We'll see. We'll we see. call it whatever the fuck you want, man. It don't matter. You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what a what a logo would look like though. You know what I mean? Uh, man, good question. Like, what if what if I just do like um, the monster M, no, like change that, it up a little bit, and it's like meat, and then I don't know. Never mind. Bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, it's pretty bad. But speak, <laughs> speaking of you know coming up with new businesses, yeah, I know you've been dealing with with Basecamp. Yeah, I give you a hard time about it. You have been because that's where you go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like that's where you do that kind of shit. Not I do go, what? Go to sleep. I go to sleep at base camp. Yeah, I mean. Oh, you're talking about what your thought process of base camp is? Yeah, I don't like the name. I'm I, gonna just I say really that. I really like the name. 
I don't but like you've heard me say why it's called base camp though, right? Why, like, no, why is it called base, base camp? camp? Like that's your that's your that's where your homies are at, man. That's where you go to like do business. No, that's where you go to work out and you're a part of the community and it's awesome and energetic and great and high fives and you're just ready to conquer the day. No, Carpe because DM, here's, here's here's what I think. So when I think of base camp, all right, like think of like um, people that climb Everest and shit, right? Yep. They go do the shit, and then then they go back to base camp. Okay. Where they chill. That's like not the, chill. Yeah, chill. That's where like the easy part is. What if we say that they like? Okay, let's say Mount Everest, and they go to base camp. Yeah. Right. They are preparing for the journey. Right. Okay. And so when you go to base camp fitness, you're preparing, meaning working out for the journey of life. Living a healthy, it's that a healthy fucking, and well life. I don't think it's that fucking deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did it sound deep when I said it though? You tried to make it. It kind of sounded good though, it's didn't how, it? Okay, so look, you know, uh, have you ever watched Hacksaw Ridge? Oh, I love that show. Yeah, it was good. It's a good movie. I it's watched really it again like a couple of nights ago. But anyway, it's very inspirational. Yeah, they go up the 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 ridge, and where they go back to the base camp, where they get amputated. And they oh eat food, gosh. and they do whatever. <laughs> they you know get what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that is what happened. I know it is. Yeah, it is kind of that base camp was where they go to chill, relax. You know what I'm saying? But okay, I get your I get your analogy. Yeah, right. That's but, how I relate to a base camp in yeah, those that, two scenarios. <clears throat> right. That, that's yours. Okay. But mine was better. Mm. Like base camp fitness. That's is, a matter. Is of, that's a matter of an opinion. <clears throat> Yeah, but Carl, being that you're my friend, I need you to support this. Why don't you just call it like uh, the hugging community? Because like we're gonna hug <laughs> you when you come. Yeah, we don't hug people. We high five. Hmm. 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 You just want me to hug you? Not me, bro. But you know, <laughs> not me, bro. Everybody, you know, <laughs> after they get all sweaty and stuff, they that's what they want. They want hugs. But really? No. That was funny. <laughs> But that's some that, shit that I can imagine you saying. You know what I mean? Like and here at Basecamp Fitness, we like to give sweaty hugs. Come here and give me a hug, man. You did such a great job. And all you need is energy meat to all you finish need, your workout. All you need is a little validation. So come here and give me a hug. I just, I just need hey, a man, little touch. We all need validation. No right? doubt. All right. We all do. Back to what I was getting yeah, at. Yeah, your point. Sorry. Got a little sidetracked by your shitty name. <laughs> You're going through this process, right? And it's a yeah. relatively unknown business. Yeah. What's well, new? Yeah. yeah. Well, and so new, so relatively unknown. 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 Yeah, unknown. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Unknown to us for sure. So you've done this before with Anytime Fitness where you've opened up new franchise locations. Yes. It's kind of more in the same. You have like a guideline, a play sheet, uh, some experience of mm -hmm. your own to go off of. How has it been different for base camp? Because there's not really a path to follow for you, right. you specifically, because this is your first one, right? And for the, I guess the franchise as a whole, there's really not that many in existence. Yeah. So you're able to go check out a couple other ones, but you're trying to develop a concept <clears throat> in an area that has no idea about this concept. So how does that? I guess how's that been going? I know it's been going a little bit slower than than what yeah. you'd wanted to, but. Right. You know, how do you face those hurdles? How do you, I guess, face that adversity yeah. is the best way to put it. No, great, great question. I think, as you said, like, uh, it, it has been going a little bit slower than probably what we'd like. And there's a really good saying, like, um, and I, I may have said this before, but expectations are the root of all heartache. 
So we had these like huge expectations. We had a great game plan. We had a great budget that was going to go into marketing, you know, both like uh, digital or and guerrilla marketing tactics. And um, yeah, just we, we haven't it hasn't performed as well as what we'd like. And then the, the, the biggest thing that I think we're trying to, I guess, just live every single day is once the day is done, what did, what did we do well? And then what is our area of opportunity? In other words, area of opportunity, just say, like, what didn't you do well, right? Because um, it's about the mindset of improving. And so I think what we've done in the past, let's say, 30 days, a little bit more than 30 days, is try to double down on the things that we've been doing well. And essentially, doing well is not only, like, cool, I feel good about this, but reaping some sort of results. So if we get a new member from, let's say, for instance, like, DMing someone through Instagram, which is a strategy, um, we say, okay, cool. We got Something you're very familiar with. <laughs> not <laughs> or, not nearly from, as much. From right? your personal life, you know what I mean? It, well, in any way, I mean, you're... You, Maybe not being successful at it, but yeah, definitely, not, definitely, definitely not. sending DMs. <laughs> definitely not successful. I think, look, if you if you feel bad about being ghosted and, um, in personal life, just wait until you get in business. Business, man. Like, ghosting is a real thing, man. Yeah, but it's, it's different. It it's is. It's different because it's not... The reason why you're you're reaching out is not directly personal. The the reason why they may ghost you is not directly personal. Yeah, right. It could be time. Man, your monthly rates are atrocious or I really don't feel like doing HIIT or whatever. Technically it's HIFT, high intensity functional training. Okay. Cool. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get it right, Carl. But Along those same lines, <clears throat> that's the hardest thing is educating. Yeah, educating people, and then whether Great or not point. they whether or not they want to do it, that's completely up to them. You're probably not going to change their mind on that. You know right. what I mean? Yep. But like, I'll give you uh, an example. We got have a Orange Theory mm-hmm. here in Lafayette. In Lafayette. Yep. I, I didn't know what the fuck that was. I thought it was a Sherbert place for about five oh years. Oh, my God. Orange Theory Fitness. No, it was just says Orange Theory. Maybe it says fitness somewhere. Very small. Yeah, right? it, it says fitness right below it, but oh, it, very is, tiny. It, is, it is smaller. Right? So I would always see Orange Theory, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Orange Sherbert. Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know why I thought it was Sherbert or whatever, but I, it was something completely not... I, I, I can see that. Not fitness-related. I can see that. You know what I mean? Especially where it's located. Yeah. It's located by a bunch of, like, bars and restaurants and so, stuff like that. But the the thing is, like, I had never seen anything, never saw... Not, not that I would be a target audience, right? So I probably shouldn't, but not having any fucking clue what this place was. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Even even now that I know what it is, I still don't want to go there. But still, you know, that education of people is a hard thing to conquer. Yes. Especially when you're in a new concept, you know, and your name doesn't specifically identify what it is you do. Right. So it's hard. So you either have to either uh, pique their interest through your name, through some kind of advertising, um, mm-hmm. you know, to to make them look into it further yep. to see exactly what you're all about or else it's just going to be a, a, another thing like, Oh, is that a mountain climbing store? <laughs> do I get when there's no mountains do, in Louisiana? It don't make a fuck dude. You know what I'm saying? Like there's pack and paddle. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. 
Now they have kayaks and shit, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Like, oh yeah, but you can still go there and buy 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 the stuff that that you could. To, yeah, to just just because there ain't no mountains here, don't mean I don't want to go climb a mountain. Sure. You know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> man, you you hit upon a great point. Brand recognition is huge. So one of the things I think we underestimated is that you know anytime fitness is still like you know it, it's we're the biggest fitness franchise in terms of the amount of locations, right in the in the U.S. Um, fitness franchise, and uh, like if we were open a new one which we do plan to continue open any times. Um, like people know about anytime fitness, at least have heard of it before. So there's some like consistency. There's like cool, like there's other locations. So we know that this place is legit with Basecamp, man, the, there's literally no brand recognition. Like no one knows about it. So a great point for you. We can, we had to like re um, evaluate what a successful day was for us. Right, because we were saying, oh, we need new members during our pre-sale. Well, a lot of the times, just being able to talk to a certain amount of people is a success, because that's educating them. That's coming a little bit closer. And there's a, a statistic out there that you have to come into contact, and contact's very vague, like uh, of of a brand twelve times before you would even consider doing business with them. Right, so that would be contact could be like a phone call, a text message, an ad on social media, a billboard, you know, radio ad. So twelve points of contact, right? That you that uh, a, a prospect has had before even considering doing doing business with them. So I think that's we got to consider that some wins as we continue to do this. And at the end of the day, man, pre-sale. And if anyone has been in the fitness industry, pre-sale is hard. It is not an easy thing to do. It's a grind every single day. Um, you don't even have a gym because it's typically in construction. But um, I think where we've done well at is being able to pivot. Number one, pivoting in terms of our game plan and, and being able to kind of um, adjust as we see it. And then pivoting in terms of setting our expectations a little bit better. Yeah, because, I mean, <clears throat> you know, and Bobby probably went through this to some degree when he first got into Anytime Fitness because it was a lot of the same in terms of, the brand wasn't as recognized as right. it is now. Right. Now it's few and far between where people don't at least know or have some idea or a visual of what an anytime fitness is. Cause they're all pretty similar now, you know, they may oh, definitely, yeah, maybe they're supposed not, to be exactly, but maybe not in terms of experience, you know what I mean? Sure. Or like the people that are working there or whatever. Right. But typically they kind of follow that same structure of what it is and who it is and, you know, you, you kind of know what it, if I go to one here and I go to one in Colorado or I go to one in Pennsylvania, they're all kind of roughly about the same. Right. They may have a couple different pieces, but for the most part, they're the same. Your base camp, I ain't got a fucking clue. You know what I mean? Like, no yeah, idea. Don't. And so you're going to fight that, that battle of trying to make people know what that is without there being anything there. You know what the crazy thing is, Carl, is that you literally hit the nail on the head. With the people that we're hiring, it's such a brand new concept that it's our strategy to send them to Basecamp Studios that are actually open. Yeah. Because it's so new, it's hard for someone to either sell or put on a class if they have never experienced it. And we all know through the COVID times, like virtual meetings only give you so much value, right? Yeah, 100%. There's some stuff that in person you just have to experience. And like, this is an experiential brand, right? Like it's working out is working out. This is supposed to give you a great workout experience more than, more than anything else. And, um, like that's how, that's how much educating we have to do. So p 
picture for us, like I think you had mentioned it off pod before we started, like there's some really good benefits because we we're been in the fitness industry for 13, 14 years. So we know kind of how it works. We know demographics we're looking at, even though base camp's a little bit different. So the benefit is we have all this great experience. The downfall is, is that we don't have that experience specifically in the studio world, right? Which can kind of be, we kind of take things for granted. It's even though it's fitness industry, there's a big difference between any time and a orange theory, right? Yeah. There's a big, you, big difference. And you tend to, you tend to make <clears throat> decisions based off of your experiences, right? Right. And so, but this is a little bit different. It's not exactly the same. It's not the same clientele. It's not the same. It's, you know, anytime fitness, they, it's people that want to work out on their own time. And I will count them for the most part, want to do my own thing. Yes, it offers personal training and all that right, stuff. But right. I would assume that the vast majority is, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to do my own thing. Yes. Now you're going to a concept that's strictly class-based, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Instructor-led. And so there's there's a schedule and it's a schedule for somebody to follow. Yes. And so you have to come in on schedule or you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's different. It's different in how you plan because again, you didn't have to worry about all that because those are, those are kind of constraints for somebody to sign up. Right? right. Whereas anytime is like, it's anytime come anytime you fucking want. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yep. You know what? One, I think, if I take a big step back at this whole situation, I, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like whether you're a business owner and, and one, one thing I'll, I'll say like until you are a business owner, right? Like everybody thinks business is hunky dory. If you're a business owner, you have a ton of money. Like it can be the exact opposite in that just knowing that your paycheck is not guaranteed unless your business makes money is a very scary thing. And it can be a very like rough way to live. All that being said, I would never, I would never change the opportunity that I continue to have every single day, but the, your ability, whether you own a business, whether you're a manager or like someone in, in some sort of leadership position, your ability to handle adversity is such a big thing, man. Like that is probably the big, in my 13 years of experience being, being in the fitness industry, like ability to adapt and overcome and the ability to be like, you know what? I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this but I have to do it. And, and I always say like you, you'll be successful as long as the motivation to do whatever you set out to do is greater than the friction that it causes. Yeah. And so that, that's kind of what I was going to kind of also contribute to the, that conversation at yeah. that point is that it has to have some positive influence on you. Yes. To do right. And so for business owners, it's, it seems, yes, it's a lot more risk, right? But with risk, there comes reward. That's right. Right? Yep. But it's a positive reward for you specifically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same thing with a manager or just somebody in their, their day-to-day job. You know what I mean? Just going there to earn a paycheck isn't always enough reward to, to drive people. people. You yep. know what I mean? There has to be something, whether that's a promotion to that next job or a bonus or equity in some situations Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be to drive people to keep performing above their just standard quo or status quo. Excuse me. So there has to be, and I hate to say it like this, but something in it for me, something in it for you. You know what I mean? And that could be something 
non-financial. It could be just. It could be fulfillment. It could yeah. be a, 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 a pat title. On the, a, pat, a pat on the back. Yep. It could be positive reinforcement. No doubt. Right. Just some feedback, you know. Yep. Um, totally that, agree. that you're doing the right thing or whatever, you know. So it's uh, for business owners like, like yourself, it's it's directly related to your success. Well, you know? but, but Carl, do you think that um, like obviously I would consider yours. I don't know if like. I would consider yourself a leader in terms of your profession and what you do, right? Like you have a lot of responsibility. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily know about like leading individuals, but like I would, from my, from what I know, like your company would be, it would be tough if they didn't have you, right? You are a very valuable person to that. So do you feel like to the company, excuse me. So do you feel like, um, how do you handle adversity in terms of like a day to day? Like, let's say a big issue comes in with the invoice um, it was overlooked, and now it's your job to, like, handle that. Is it, like, all right, here we go? Is it, like, freak out? Like, I got to bitch somebody out? I don't know. What, what's, like, your mentality going into that? No, the first thing you look at is <clears throat> whether it's, I mean, big, small, indifferent, see what happened. Talk to as many people as possible and see what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, where did it get missed? Was it something that was procedural? Was it something that was just a... A fat finger incident. You know what I mean? Right. Was it something due to lack of knowledge that they just not know? You know what I mean? So I always try and look for where was the problem? You know what I mean? Right. Where was the problem that caused this? And then does it need education? Does it need more teaching? Does it need more knowledge of something else or some other process or something else that goes on in the background that maybe they were just not aware of? Right. right. Yep. So you address that first kind of in my mind. Um, and do, do you do you look at that first so you can say like um let's let's not let's not deal with the symptoms let's deal with like the sickness itself so for instance if it's like a lack of training well cool let's fix let's train this person up so this doesn't happen again yeah pretty much it's it's if it happened on this one and it was something knowledge or you know experience based then it's like okay let me give you that knowledge as best as I can you know what I mean yeah and then that way when I'm talking to an end user or somebody that sees it at the end, you know, a client, a customer, whatever, I can kind of explain to them, Hey, here's what happened. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing, so you got internal and external internal, you, you try and address it the best you can Mm -hmm. external. You just be honest to be real. I mean, I love that. That that shit, that that shit goes way further than anything else. Like if you try and deflect in that situation, most people know you're bullshitting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you go in and you say, hey, look, this was simply an accident, and I, and I apologize, and I'll fix it for you right away, like, and I know and I have a note by your name or your client or your, your company that this will never happen again, that means you take, you take responsibility for your, your mess up, even though it may have not been mine directly. I'll take responsibility for it and say, hey, that's my that's my fault. And, and that's, a, that's a great sign of a, a great leader and manager. But you, you take, never... You, you got to take those... Like, you take the success, but you also take the, the crap whenever one, it comes to you, One of the right? things is, like, I've never tried to deflect onto somebody else. Yeah, which you if should. It, if it was my fault or something that I had to deal with or that I oversee in some regard, hey, that's my fuck up. I'll take full full responsibility for it yep if it was somebody Love else that. that i have nothing else to do with i'm like hey i have nothing to do with that yeah it, right, right it, so. you know what i mean i'm not eating shit for somebody else that 
I have nothing to do with. But if it falls within my realm, hey, man, that's my fault. Because yep. ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm the one that has to answer for it. You know what the beautiful thing about what you just said, too, is that if you're honest and just say, look, this was the mess up. Here's why it happened. And then here's the key, which you said, this is what we're going to do for it. Oh, yeah. Right. Because that, that's the that's the thing about they finding, can't they can't say anything back. Finding, what are you, you going to say? Finding out why it happened first. Right. Got it. Got it. Full you know circle. I mean? Yep. And if you get pressed by the client or the customer, or the end user or whatever, and I say, Look, I, I don't know all the answers right now, but I'm working on it. No doubt. I'm looking into it, and as soon as I have that answer, I'll be sure to get back with you. Yep. And that's what I'm honestly doing. I'm not putting you off. I'm not trying to buy more time. I'm trying to find out what happened. I love that. Yeah. But it's it's just the the thing about it is it comes very naturally for me anyway, and I'm sure for you as well. That that well, like I, that that process just happens. Like you you don't see any other way to do it. I think, you know why, Carl, just the, once again, my perspective from you is that because you're just a good communicator. So, like, you communicate really well, and I think, I don't know, I don't think you're made to be dishonest. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but because you're such a great communicator, like, it just comes out naturally. So, therefore, like, it is what it is. Let's handle it the way we need to handle it, and then let's move on. Because I think that, like, how can you make a mistake and then – own up on it, and then move on. Because at the end of the day, the end result is the end result. You want to keep – there's a funny saying with it. Like, yeah. Keep keep the goal the goal, yeah. right? I'll tell, you, what it is. I'll tell you when the hard part is. What's that? Is when someone thinks you made a mistake and you didn't make a mistake. Mm. And so you're trying to explain to them as politely as possible. Right. I didn't make a mistake. You know got what I mean? Got it, got it, got it. That's got one it. of the hardest things that I have doing is because I don't – you might think this is wrong. I don't think it's wrong. Mm, it's a perspective and thing. That's not a. That's not a. Hey, you should have charged me five dollars and it's seven. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you did. This took too long, or uh, because it took too long, it was this much more money. You know what I mean? And so yep. it's like, look, man, it is what it is. Like I have no control over how long it takes. You have more control over how long it takes than I do. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Think about like um, when you're contracting out a gym to get built, oh. and they they tell you, hey, it's going to be fifty grand to retrofit this lease building into whatever you want it to be. Right. And then they go and they take, you know, six months when they told you it was going to be four. So now they want to charge you seventy five grand instead of fifty. Well, hey man, look, that that wasn't the agreement. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it's, I, it's it, sometimes it happened. That happens pretty often. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm look, I. I hear, I know, I understand both sides. You know what I mean. At the same time, it's like, if I was the contractor, I'm like, look, if I if I told you it was gonna take four months, and it takes six, well, if I told you it was gonna be an extra twelve thousand five hundred a month after four months, I'm covered. I'm good. You know what I mean. Right. Right. But if I told you it was gonna be fifty flat, now I don't. You know, you as the end user shouldn't care how long it took. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, that, that that makes a ton of sense. I think, like, there's a, a – man, I'm all about my little one-liners today. But, like, um, the customer's not always right, but it's our job to make them feel like they're always right. Sometimes that's hard. No, I'm, but that's the challenge. And not, and not many people do that that well, right? And I think that if you – there's a reason why a lot of people don't do it that well because it's really hard to do. 
if it was easy to do, everybody would do it. You know, it's usually about determining what is reasonable. You know what I mean? Yep. And if something goes beyond what I would deem reasonable and my reasonable is different from your reasonable, which is different from everybody else's reasonable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody addresses it a little bit different. Right. And I think, you know, let's just say four months is reasonable and you think three months is reasonable, but the contractor thinks five months is reasonable or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's that's when the hard part becomes, you know what I mean? Is determining what is that reasonable amount. Yep. What, what's, what's, yeah, I get that. I think, like, no matter what, I, the looking back at this, just this conversation right now, like, the thing that I'm most impressed about is when people are able to, like, take a big step back, whether they're stressed out, whether they think they're doing a great job or, 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 or they're working their butts off. Um, it's being able to push through adversity, man. Like, I, I think a lot of people don't understand that. Like, not all times are good times. Right. Think about any kind of like so like supposedly knock on wood. Right. That we're we're either in a recession right now or about to go through a recession. And I mean, there's a lot of issues with that because people get laid off and that creates more issues with paying bills and all that fun stuff. It's like you take it day by day. Right. hundred percent. If you if you can't push through 24 hours, like take it in whatever little piece of pie you need. If it's like, hey, I'm going to take it week by week. But that's overwhelming. Because that can be for a lot of people, right? Cool, I'm going to take it day by day, 24 hours. I'm going to take it hour by hour. Like, I, I know this kind of sounded cheesy, but I think that's something that we're, we're getting a little bit soft at these days, right? It's people's think, ability to be able to, like, say, hey, this sucks. I don't like this, but I'm going to work myself through, uh, like, I'm going to push through this, and it's going to be through me. We're all waiting for, not necessarily a handout, but we're all waiting for someone else to, take control of it and make it better for us i think the root cause of that is not being able to see anyone else's perspective hmm. and so if you're able to like if if you and i are in a disagreement right yep. mm -hmm. and <clears throat> what'll make that easier for the both of us is if you can maybe not during the time that we're disagreeing right if right. we're arguing or having words or whatever but after the fact Reflecting on what my perspective is and why my perspective's that way. Got it. Versus why your perspective is that way, your way, whatever you mm -hmm. think. You know what I mean? Yep. And that'll give you a lot better understanding of why both sides aren't on the same page. You know what I mean? Because so often here, because of social media or whatever, you know, we get lost in this uh, this vacuum chamber of thoughts that are very hmm. similar to ours, right? Yes. And so I don't want to hear shit that you got to say. You know what I mean? Because you're wrong. Yeah. Well, you might not be wrong. It's just you have a different perspective or you have different influences on your life that makes you see it a certain way. Right. You know? Right. And too often we, we lose the the ability to look at other people's perspective. We, we get so focused and so short-sighted on our own perspective that you dig in and then you double down and then you push them the other person away and it's like this spiral effect of fuck you because you don't you don't see the same way i do well you don't have to see that god bless you. Sorry. you you don't you don't have to see the same way that i do but i, I would appreciate it we don't have to agree right we don't right. have to agree on everything and we shouldn't but i would respect you a lot more 
not not you personally, but yeah. just in general. But I respect the other party a lot more if you could understand why my perspective is the way that it is. Man, and get, far too often people don't do that. Nah, because we're we're self absorbed. Right? No doubt. All, all we worry about is ourselves. And not this is not everybody, but like um, Gary Vaynerchuk. If you guys don't don't follow that, it's uh, at Gary V V E E. Um, he he always says like lead with empathy, right? The, the, what what makes him different is that is that exactly like empathize. Like if you can outcare your competition, that's and so that's I I feel I'm like sorry, I can't I can't right. really think about Gary V Go very ahead. much without that skit that I sent you. <laughs> It's like he's going garage sale. It's that guy Trevor. I think it's Trevor Wallace or whatever. Yes, yep. He's uh-huh. like, oh, oh, get the get the camcorder. I'm about to rip this dude's fucking face off. <laughs> it's like I got this game used Kobe Bryant jersey. I'm asking for four four hundred or five hundred. He's like Gary V's like, I'll give you four. <laughs> he's like, nah, four hundred is a, fo- a solid offer, but I can't do anything less than five. He's like. Four hundred. I'm in four dollars. Give me the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, because Gary V. It's actually a really good skit. Gary V's big on the fucking uh, garage, the garage sales, selling. You know yeah, flip, I mean? the yeah. flips. Yeah. yeah, flipping stuff. By the way, he he took. I think he took because that's he's not the first. There's been more people who've done like uh, skits upon Gary V. And uh, he's like gave him props. Like that was really good. Oh, you know, dude, it was so funny. It was hilarious, man. But uh, yeah, no, he 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 always talks about leave leave with empathy, and I think I think that's like essentially what you're saying. Empathizing, essentially seeing someone else's perspective or attempting to at least, no right? doubt, yeah. And that doesn't mean that that's going to change your opinion or change your perception or change your whether you agree with them or not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you'll have a way better understanding of why. Yes, the why they feel that way, and then how to address that. So maybe that the issue that's that you're disagreeing on is not really the the root of it. Right. Maybe it's something else. Maybe yeah. we can address something else within that to make you feel better. You're both sides, right? If you understand the why, the how doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the you just figure the shit out. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you do it. If you but if you got the underlying meaning, then not boom. not many people can take that step back. Yeah. Especially yeah. especially when you know words are being exchanged and you know feelings get involved and emotion Ooh. runs high. You know what I mean? And Emotions, like, baby. Yeah. That that emotions are always a shit show. It's um, emotions are also very temporary. So like, if you have a bad day and you're feeling sad, go to bed, wake up the next morning, you're probably feeling a little bit better, right? Yeah. It's not always the case, but uh, it's always something really good to remember is that emotions are just a, a I temporary had a, thing. I had a conversation the other day, and one of the things that I, I said in the conversation was, you know, I said, look, I can see how a decision for our company is positive and needed Mm -hmm. and it's also not beneficial to me you know what i mean like those two things can coexist that doesn't mean that i'm happy about it individually right right Right. but i can also sit here and admit that it is needed got it you know what i mean and that's perspective but that's that's big of you though well especially if it's not something that you personally agree with but it's, or sorry, it's, that, that you're not personally benefiting from. Correct. But it's also, you know, that perspective. Can right. I can I remove myself from this individual me, me, me situation and say, okay, well, look, if this wasn't me, if I wasn't involved, if it wasn't something to do with me, would I agree? You know what I mean? Right. It's perspective. Being yeah. able to remove yourself and your, your emotions and your feelings from it and saying, okay, does this make sense? You, you know what I find, Carl? The the people who do like leadership the best 
are the people who find like those two things and put them together. So like if we need to make a decision, how can I get this person on board where it it does benefit them? And so, sorry, let me take a big step back. Finding as many opportunities as you can to put those two together. It's working towards a mutual resolution, right? Right, right. To where everybody benefits in some form or fashion. Yes. It's, Thank it's, you for it, saying that a lot better than what no, I did. No, no problem. <laughs> it's, but that is what it is. Like, that is the, the best way to, to come to a resolution, right? Yeah. It's like a, a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. It, may mm-hmm. not, it may not be everything you fucking wanted out of it. Right. And it's not going to be everything that they wanted out of it. But it'll be something that you both can be happy with. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So it, I totally it's, agree with that. The the way that I look at things has always been what I like to call, uh, and I don't know if this is a real thing or not, but servant leadership. Oh, I love. It. Oh, it's a real thing for sure. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And so just being to serve the people that you're supposed to lead, so to speak. It's you essentially I mean? putting putting them before yourself. Correct. And I think that's absolutely amazing, and how every single leader should, you know should react, should take action upon is in my look. And, and I've been, I've been very, very blessed, man. Like, um, my experience with, you know, working with Bobby, um, now business partners with him. Like, I think he's always led that way. I mean, he was in the, in the army, served four years in the army. And so I think he learned that from his brothers and sisters in the army kind of deal. And so I've been blessed. So I really only know that, yeah. if that makes sense. No, and that's, So I yeah. haven't seen kind of the ugly side. You know, I worked in like the shipyard with my dad when I was just graduating high school. And then I worked at Toys R Us when I, when I first got into college. And I hated both of those experiences. Those are, those are rough experiences. So I, I'm funny. so. I, I would think that you would relate really well with working <laughs> at a kid's toy store. <laughs> Why is that? Because you'd be like, oh, look at that toy. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. And the kids would be right there with you. Be like, "Hey, let me show you this really cool fucking toy. <laughs> Let's get in this jeep. Let's the, go." The parents would be like, "Oh, dude, that's a weird motherfucking man, dude." Man, you know what's crazy is that it's uh, even like the like gyms. You know how many times someone has said like, "Man, I wish I could do what you're doing." Like, all you do is sit behind a desk and and hang out and watch people work out. I'm like, gosh, if you ask, if you dumbass would only know. Even to- so, same thing. Toys R Us. It's like a a toy store, right? Like. It's the best job in the world. <laughs> no, quite hell opposite. no. It's not what it, like. It's just retail. It sucks. Like yeah. it's not fun. You're dealing with c- dumb customers and putting stuff together and picking up messes and oh man. So it was a Toys R Us, Babies R Us, and um, they had a, like a um, a mother bathroom, like specifically for mothers, and to like change their babies or you know breastfeed or whatever. And so um, a part of my closing duties was to change out the baby diaper garbage can. Baby poop, Carl, and you know this, is the smelliest shit you will ever smell. I actually told my my kids the other day, I don't remember how we got on this topic, but I was like, all three of you have shit on me at one point, literally. <laughs> literally. Not, not. So you don't need to shit on me now, yeah, right? Uh, it's probably something like that. <laughs> it was, it was that like, sounds like something you would say. <laughs> maybe not in those exact words, but you know, like right. something along those lines. Like, yes. At one point or another, it has happened, you know. But yeah, it's I the mean, smelliest stuff ever. It's not. It's not pleasant. 
No, I don't even know how we got on the topic, but Toys R Us. Oh yeah, to- Toys R Us, man. It was um, there's a lot of pressure. It's funny, like the manager of the store was a, uh, whew, she was rough, man. Um, she was great, but she was like, she didn't play. I mean, think about it though. You're you're managing a bunch of nineteen year old kids who don't give a shit about toys or babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. To do a job that they don't really care about. You know, it, that's true. You know what another factor is too is when you think about like what Toys R Us is now, meaning it doesn't exist, and you think about like when a business is going through struggles, there's always like this last ditch effort and then there's a lot of pressure that's applied. Oh yeah. So probably there was a lot of pressure coming down from corporate or whatever to like you gotta damn nice catch. You gotta hit this you gotta hit these goals. If not, like you're gonna be doors, punished for it. Yeah. The doors I, are closed. I mean, I don't know if they like were that transparent, but nor- I guess that, nor- normally that, you can tell a business that's struggling because there's a sense of pressure or the opposite. Like uh, that that brings up a, another point that I guess we could have right now or we yeah. could save it for later. But you know, how do you manage a business where the people that are working for you at least probably half of them, it's not their career. It's just a temporary job, right? Mm. It's just a stepping stone for the most part to get from point A to point B to when they graduate school or to when they, they move on to that next job. You know what I mean? Like, I love this topic. It's just a it's just a stopping Dude. point, just a layover in your flight. You so know what I mean? Th- this I, reason why I love this topic is this is something that I struggle with at the very beginning. Right is, um, but I've learned to embrace. Um, a part of my interview process is I tell them an analogy. Um, is that look, we need we need this relationship. Number one, we need to not be in honeymoon stage. We need to be married, figuratively, meaning that I need to know your issues. You need to know my issues. I need to know your benefits. You need to know my benefits, so we can work together and make this stuff happen. Number two, anything and everything needs to be mutually beneficial. So this is not just me interviewing you. You're interviewing me at the same time. And so this can can be a career path of a lake or a river. And the analogy is, is a lake, you're in the lake, you can move left left or right, you can move up and down, but you're staying in the lake, right? And so that's like a, a long-term career folk with us, right? Or a river. A river is going to be flowing a certain way. And it may go, you know, through turns and twists, all this other stuff. But eventually, the river is going to flow out to a different, bigger body of water. And so I don't mind people who are rivers, if that makes sense. Because, excuse me, as long as it's mutually beneficial for both parties. And we can be, we can work together to ensure that it is mutually beneficial at the beginning, the middle, and the end. So I would say that a lot of people will join up like they're engineers and they just hate what they do. or Whatever. Like they have one career path, they hate what they do, and they decide to get certified. Personal training certified, Right. And then this is their first experience with it, and they're giving it a shot. Say, hey, you give you give us 110%, we'll give you 110%, and if it works, that's great. If it doesn't, then cool. Let's transition you in the best way possible. Now, does that happen every single time? No. But I think being communicating well, being open and honest, kind of all things that you talked about before, that helps with the expectations. So let's say someone is doing great. Cool. They would expect to grow, make more, right? Let's say someone's not doing great. Well, I would expect them to communicate that with me because they're a river, right? They don't want to be a lake person, and we'll figure out the best way to to offboard them, I guess you can say. Yeah, no, that's that's cool, man. It's just always like 
you know, one of the things that I've always said is that <clears throat> the further away that you move from ownership in terms of like title or position, the less amount that those people care. And not so much care, I, I guess it's care and authority together, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the amount that that care can either help you or hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So the further that you move away from that ownership group down the down the org chart, if you will, you know what I mean? The the less that they're going to care because they have less to gain. Yes. So you know? one, one of the things we had to realize really quick is that um, – it, literally, I'm just going to repeat what you said. Like, not everybody gives a shit. No, right? shit no. But you can't hold people accountable to give a shit. So one thing that we've learned is that we have to at least, per gym that we have, we have to have at least one person that cares like no, no other. Because if they care like no other, right, and are dedicated, then they will hold everybody else accountable to caring just as much. Yep. Or, you know, the, the, I guess the, the pressure that that presents for you is that <clears throat> if you have people that care and you allow the ones that don't to remain, mm-hmm. then that c- causes resentment. Well, I think... Because you're, yep. you're allowing those people that don't care. Um, uh, if you keep everything equal, mm-hmm. like a level playing field between the ones that care and don't care, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you keep that playing field equal... Then the ones that do care are like, man, why, why should I care fuck, so much? Why the fuck <laughs> am I doing this for the same shit as this guy over here or girl over here? You know what I mean? You, you know what? You know what? The, I I agree with you. I would say that the way we lead that doesn't happen often. That's good because the people who care perform better, therefore they get compensated better. Hey, nothing wrong with that. So that that's how it's been as of late, of course. The, the people who care run a tighter gym, you know, work with their team better, sell more, retain more, and therefore well, more they, income comes they, in. They have that that positive benefit there. They, they you do. You know what I mean? And, and also there's something in it for them mm-hmm. to perform and to care and to go above and beyond, right? I think also the idea of like if – so like when I was at Toys R Us, like – maybe I'm just built a little bit different or maybe I'm, I think highly of myself, but like if oh, I'm going to, you do. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I appreciate it. No, no, no question if, about that. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> if, if I'm going to do a job, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Right. Like that's just in my brain or maybe that's not, probably how I was raised. My mom and dad raised me that way for sure. And to a certain extent. Yeah. Of course. What do you mean to a certain extent? Not, not you in particular. I'm just talking in general. Like, you will do it to the best of your ability until it starts to become... Let, let's uh, go back. Let's go to exactly what you're saying. When the friction is more than the motivation to do it. Yeah, no right? doubt. And then then it stops. Because that is, that, is lev- that is a level of, of, of like, reality, right? Like, or that's a, that's a reality we all have to kind of come. So if we have a really great leader at each... Every single one of the gym, they are therefore hoarding accountable all the other folks to the best of their ability, right? To be the best of their ability. And I think anyone in the fitness, and once again, like I'm, I'm being super specific, but anyone in the fitness industry, like they're typically in the industry because they want to help people. Um, it's like one of the ongoing jokes about interviewing personal trainers. It's like, hey, what made you get into the field? Like, oh, you know, I just really want to have a positive impact on people's health and fitness. And I was like, yeah, tell me something that. 
I don't know, right? Like <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't be in the in this field if you didn't. But um, yeah, I I think that's how you can systematically do it. Um, it's always a, a balancing act, though, man. Like to say that we're really good at making sure that every single person is empowered and fulfilled every single day. That would be understatement because I don't think we'll ever be at that point. But um, uh, you'll never we, we, you'll never make everyone happy. Nah. But we'll, we'll give know, a good effort though. Making making that a, a emphasis or a priority makes you above kind of where most people are. Man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, just just and being being humble. Being humble, uh, I think. I was gonna say just being aware mm. of it yep. is is a advancement to, to most. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just having that totally perspective good. or knowing that it exists puts you in a class that's probably pretty small. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I'd like to think so. Hopefully hopefully everything I tell you right now, Carl, is what I actually act upon. So I don't know, man. Base <laughs> I got questions about base camp, bro. I'm telling you, man, when we open, you, you I don't want to work out. No, you have to. You have to come I out to I just I'll watch, but hey, I don't want to work out. Take a free out. class on me. No, we we'll do it together. Me, you and yeah. Carl, we'll do it together. We'll oh my it. god, you just called me Tyler oh again. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I was looking at you, Carl. I'm so <laughs> Me, you and Carl. Oh fuck! I forgot Tyler. Edit. Because the you, the you were Tyler. <laughs> Carl. All right. I'm sorry, man. I know it's is. It is time to go. Do you, do you want to talk about the Pelicans really quick before we get off? No, I'm good. You're good. I've been talking about the Pelicans. I know they are fucking legit, and they they're number one in the West. Beat the Suns twice. They're gonna play on them again in a couple of days. Fuck Chris Paul. <laughs> God damn. I'm happy that Zion put that 360 windmill dunk on your ass. You ooh, know what I mean? Ooh. Did you see it at the I, end of the game? I didn't even see it. No. no, you need to watch it. Like They got mad because uh, there was like eight seconds left. And he slammed it. They were up by like, I don't know, six or nine or something like that. Seven, mm. I don't know. Chris Paul tried to run to the lane, make a layup, and he missed. So Larry, wow. Larry Nance rebounded it, and then he threw it down court. Because Zion was kind of running down the court. Yeah. And he did, a, like, a monster fucking 360 yeah. windmill dunk. They were up by seven. You know? and Love it. <sighs> hey, man. I love it, if too. You got, if you got it, you got it, though. So, I love it, too. Typically, versus most opponents, you just hold the ball and just let the time yeah, run out. not a big deal. But the Suns bounced us from playoffs last year. So, plus there's... Yeah, the, it's there's, personal. There's a, little, there's a little bad blood. It's a little, it gets a little yeah, chippy. Yeah, with Chris Paul. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah. So, I, he didn't... I have no problems with Chris Paul and how he left New Orleans because that was during the time when basically New or- the Hornets were cheap as shit. Yeah, they, uh, they may have been owned by the NBA at that point in time. Mm. You know what I mean? During that little time period. So he it, it sucked for him. I didn't want to see him go. I don't think he wanted I to go. I love Chris Paul when he's in New Orleans. I don't think he even wanted to go. But at the same time, it was like kind of work like working for an employer that's cheap as shit and doesn't value you you know what i mean fuck that i don't blame him you know i have no problems with why he left new orleans now the way he's acted you know in the playoffs last year and then up until this point like hall of famer but i fuck you i don't care yep no i agree that they there's a saying you. you know Pell stacked, league fucked. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we keep? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Pell stacked, league fucked. Yeah, I the like league it. is fucked because we. You know, I will say this before we go. Yeah, let's do it. I thought that they would be pretty good this year. You did. You called it. I didn't think that they would be this fucking this good. good. No. Nope. And what I mean by that is they have had 
I think like thirty percent of their games where at least one starter has been out. Oh damn. Maybe even more than that. But like there's been a lot of games that their starters have not played. Not not all of them at once, but at least one. Like today, there were two starters out. Oh damn. And they still beat them in overtime by five. Who they play? The Suns. Oh, they play the Suns. Yeah. Okay. They, they played them on Friday too, and they beat them. So I love that. You know, that's we're not even at full strength. I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that could probably be a good thing though to make sure that we're not peaking at the wrong time, because we know a season's a long is really long, right? So, really, the best case scenario is you get better, have a good enough record to be high in the in the rankings, right, on the East and the West, and then peak during the playoffs. It's looking good so far. I like that's it. all. That's all I'm gonna say. I like it's it. looking pretty good so far. Would you say flock up? Flock up. Flock up. Hashtag. Pale stacked. League fucked. <laughs> Hashtag that. Dude, I'm down. <laughs> we need to go to a game. I'm serious. Yeah. I, I, look, y'all let me know when y'all schedule it, and then I'll, I'll just be there. Yeah. Because it's you and Tyler who, look, I called you the right name, Carl. It's Thank you me. and Tyler. Dude, what's, my brain is not working tonight. It's probably because you drink too much alcohol. Dude, definitely. Do, is there an STD that fucks with your brain? <laughs> If if there is somebody, let me know, so that way we can get them tested. There's not. There's not. Also, I do not have side, an STD. Sidebar: If you want to put in your application for JD's uh, JD JB's, <laughs> look, you can't night, even call me the right name now. J, it was along the same lines. I didn't. I didn't call you a completely different <laughs> fucking person. If you want to submit your application for JB's date night, yes. it's December twenty second at Pamplona, nine thirty. Hit me up. At Carl Anderson nine on Instagram, send me a DM. Yes, We're, can you we'll, do that? I'm private. Can you send private people? Um, good question. I don't know. Well, you, you just need to make it on private. Don't send it to to at on a bucket because JB monitors that mostly. Yeah, but I can't see the resumes who come in. No, I'm picking. No, but you have access to on a bucket as well. No, I know, but I don't want you to see it. <laughs> Oh, wait, you wanted to be a surprise. Yeah, it'll be like a blind date. Okay, you need to make your profile on un, un, uh, so anybody can do it. Okay, I might do that. Yeah, do that just for this. And see, dude, if anybody, I'd be impressed if anybody even DMs you. Man, I would be impressed too, but you know, like. <laughs> if we even have anybody who does it. I'm going to post it on, on IG. Like, you want to be JB's date, DM could, Carl. Okay, let me clarify. Either sex is allowed. <laughs> Oh my God! No, <laughs> I'm straight. I mean, there's nothing wrong okay, with being can, gay. You can, you can edit that out. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> I want to keep it in. That's oh, funny. I don't know if I, I don't know if that's appropriate. <laughs> I don't know if you could say that. You know. I got you. I got you. Okay. Because I, I I have nothing against gay people, dude. Like that shit yeah. don't bother me. No, it's it's hey, what, Honestly, what makes you happy, bro? I think it's like live your fucking life. That's right. And your life has zero to do with my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whether or not you're able to get stick a dick in your ass, get benefits like I can get from being married, dude. That fuck it. If you want to be married, be married. I don't care yeah. who you marry. Or scissor another. Anyways, scissor. <laughs> scissor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Is- so, so wait, hold on. DM at Carl Anderson 9 if you want to be my date on December 22nd, 930. Yeah, I don't, I mean, uh, just. Benefits or you get to hang out with us. For Number free. Two, for free. You get a free meal and drinks. Yeah. Because I'll pay. And damn, damn, I might, I might just be your date. You're going to be my date? I might be your date. <laughs> well, Katie's going to have to pay for herself then. Fucking right. Let her pay for herself. She got money. 
damn, bro. This sounds like a good. Yeah, this sounds sound like, like a good deal. Yeah, bro, I can you, get down with that. You gotta, you gotta snuggle too. Nah, nah, nah. No. Just, oh man, that's a lot. You can't be my date if you don't want to snuggle, bro. N- now I'm really not gonna get anybody to fucking <laughs> apply. <laughs> I'm kidding. No snuggling needs to be required. This is not prostitution, Joshua. Oh my this gosh, is, I didn't mean it like that. This is people coming on their free will. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Well, look, I'm, I would just love the opportunity to get to know someone. Okay. See, that's that's that sounds nice. a lot better. Doesn't yeah, it? that sounds a lot yeah. better. And I would, and I will tell I would, you I'm this. A nice guy. Mm, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but you know, I will say this. You know, if you ever get close enough to Joshua and you get to rub his bald head, <laughs> yes, the one on top. You know what I mean? <laughs> the top bald. Yeah, it's good luck. It's bad luck for the other one, but <laughs> good luck for the, the top head. You know what I mean? What does that have to do with anything? I mean, That just, I'm bald? What? Remember the, yeah. What? It's like a Buddha. You know what I mean? You rub the Buddha's head. You <laughs> oh, know what okay, I mean? Gotcha. Why don't you ever rub my head? Because you're always wearing a hat. Oh, that's the protector from the sun. Dude, it is fucking, what time is it right <laughs> it's now? It's like 10. It's 10 o'clock God at night. damn, it's 10 already. Yeah, well, I know. We got to end this. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, Carl, thank, thanks for um, going through the applicants, if we get any. And, uh, man, thanks for this. I know this wasn't, this was a little bit more serious of a conversation, but. It was thank, fun. Yeah, thanks for prompting that question, man. I think yeah, we always no get to dig into it's always, the professional it's always, life. It's always good to reflect every now and then, you know mm, what I mean? And, and yeah. uh, talk about it on, talk about things on a different level sometimes, you know? Yep. Like, we like to hang out and talk shit and. That's always that. fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is, we're, we're capable of switching it up, yeah. you know? I think every once in a while, this is nice and refreshing. And uh, hopefully, man, I, every seriously, let me give you a compliment, Carl. Every conversation we have, I feel like I learned a little something, right? Uh, we're, we're talking about, like, professionally. Like, guys, right? Likewise. And so... Um, if, if anything, the thing, and it's one of the reasons, not to get too deep into anything yeah. else, but one of the reasons why I love talking to people, just any, most people, you yep. know, is that... Whether or not they say anything profound, it doesn't really matter. But you gain some level of perspective. Some insight. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About how mm-hmm. someone else views the world or a certain topic or a certain thing or how they manage things or whatever. That it always comes into play in shaping my own perspective. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's something else that I can draw from that says, hey, you've had, you've had experiences that are different than mine. Right. And so I value that because I haven't really directly had those experiences and I mm-hmm. value your opinion. So I can use that as a way to to help shape myself and my own perspective. Should I ever be faced with yep. something similar or whatever? You know what I mean? Like it just is valuable to to hear other people's thoughts. This is why I think it's really important, like at some point and probably preferable, like uh, like young, younger than older is to travel. Travel, get to see different areas, get to meet different people, get to be a part of different cultures, even like religion, right? Like understand, educate yourself on different religions or spiritualities. Um, you just have more empathy. You have a better understanding and you, you, you learn more, right? Yeah, 100%. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a win-win. Again, so it's more cool to hear your, the, your, your take on it. The more that you can look from another person's perspective, mm-hmm. the better your own will be. Servant leadership, baby. Absolutely. Hashtag. Man. Hashtag. This has been episode 70. Thank you for being with us. And yeah, look, yeah. hey, at, from me to everybody, I, th- I thought about this the other day. What was that? We did a poor job during Thanksgiving 
of saying how thankful for we are. Oh my gosh, for our for, listeners, for the people that have supported us, that yeah. have come out and been guests. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, wow. the, to wear our merchandise, you know, and yeah. we we we're, we're nothing, right? Yeah. But just to see that out in public, randomly sometimes, you know, and and talk to people, dude. Very, Chase, very Chase had um. So we went to the ruins after his wedding. He uh, he had a his drunk in a bucket shirt on. Dude, that's awesome. So he wore See, it literally yeah. at the ruins, man. That's, so that's awesome. And he showed up. and He was like, "Check out my shirt." I'm like, "Ah!" It was I mean, it was just such a cool moment, man. And but, and to to have people you know come out here and talk shit with us a little bit and yep. talk about their perspectives on things. It's always fun and enjoyable, man. So. Especially the love that we felt in what the past yet uh, uh, year and a half. And it, uh, it's, it's humbling and, you know, obviously we want to continue to grow the podcast and, and do more things and be able to have more people on. Right. But 100%. just very, very thankful that, that we have this opportunity that people, people listen and put up, put up with our shit. Um, but yeah. And yeah. that we've continued to do it for a year and a half now. Yeah, man. No, Impressive. no plans of stopping. It's just, just, just wait until two year, two year anniversary. Right. Oh Lord. Goodness. We're going to start, we're going to start planning it pretty soon here. <laughs> Be on the lookout. In the meantime, submit your applications. <laughs> I may need a date at that one too. Yeah, probably. I will we'll let you know the date at a later time. <laughs> anyway, episode seventy. Love it. JB, appreciate it, man. Always my boy. Pell stacked league fucked. Let's go. Lock up.